A nice ovation for Ricky Hunter as he hits a layup here in his return to the floor in the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game. However, Central's already gotten two baskets off of two steals before St. Genevieve could make it across the timeline. Score now sits 37-19 in favor of the Central Rebels. Caden Casey got one of them. Job Bryant again with another steal and a lay-in for two more. He got the other. And it's poked out of bounds. It will be St. Gen basketball as it's touched back in to Ricky Hunter. He's matched up against Cannon Harlow as the five to resume this game for the Central Rebels. Bryant, Harlow, Stewart, Horton, and Casey. The shot doesn't go, and it's Stewart with the rebound. For the St. Genevieve Dragons, it's Fly, Hunter, Bosler, Henderson, and Reed. Attacking the basket, Alex Bosler off the turnover. His shot doesn't go. Stewart with another rebound. Now he'll take it up the court himself and pass it across the timeline to Caden Casey. And into the corner, Bryant thinks about a three. Now he will pull the trigger. It rims out on Bryant. Touch to the opposite block by Horton for Stewart. I think that went off his head, and then he laid it in for two. Tristan Stewart's got eight, and it's a 20-point lead as it's stolen away by Bryant. He'll lay it in off glass for two more. Job Bryant, between last night and tonight, he has always been a great defender. Something has clicked with him, and he's pushed it to the next level as we got a timeout on the floor, and the lead is stretched to 41-19 to with 2.06 left to go in the second quarter. Timeout brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegra in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. Central out in front of St. Genevieve in the NCAA Conference Tournament Championship game on Tampa. You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at MineralAreaDoor.com. Serving you since 1978. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. The 41-19 lead for the Central Rebels as the St. Genevieve Dragons have the basketball. Ricky Hunter going to work against Cannon Harlow, pestering him, and here comes Joe Bryan. Watch out for him, and Hunter travels. Well, a triple team was ran at Ricky Hunter. You had Joe Bryant sneaking up from behind. Caden Casey came in as well to seal off Ricky Hunter's path. And he stopped, dragged his pivot foot, turned it over, hit central basketball, leading 41-19. And we talked about turnovers in that first part of the uh, game back at Mac where they already had seven turnovers. They've got three here, so a grand total of ten in the first half, so to speak. Stats brought to you by Samson Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. We'll have... As many stats as we can fit during the abbreviated two-minute halftime coming up in a bit as Tristan Stewart double dribbles, turns it over. Uh, so much for that talk about, will Central be hot or not? They came Ooh. out pretty much smoking again today after smoking all last night. I believe it was like a 68% uh, shooting job last night from the field. Here come the Central Rebels off another turnover and drawing the foul is Cannon Harlow. I think they're going to get Carson Krylick who checked into the game. No, it's Ricky Hunter they get with the foul. His first, team's fourth, with a minute 32 left to go in the quarter. Well, Central starting pretty much the same starting five they did out at Mac. only the exception was uh, Mason Williams because he had a few fouls, so they wanted to let him sit for just a bit. Into the game, Colin McMullen. He was awesome late in the game last night, just knocking down corner three after corner three in the fourth quarter. Down low to Stewart. His little baby hook doesn't connect. 
It's Caden Fly with the board as he gets it to Ricky Hunter. Lob into the post for Reed. Turnaround shot doesn't go. Gets his own miss, and he's fouled by Tristan Stewart. I think they're going to say it's a foul on the floor, but a one-and-one one will be coming up for Tristan Stewart. That is the first foul on Tristan Stewart and uh, the, for either half game here, and that'll be the eighth team foul in Central. First one up and good for Tucker Reed, who was 0-for-1 in his previous trip to the line earlier in the second quarter a week ago. On the front end of a one and one, that was the seventh foul against Central. This time it's the eighth. Second one up and good. And Tucker Reed's got two here in the resumption of this game. He's got four total all said and done. Bryant's got it on the wing right side. Takes it to the free throw line. Gets it on perimeter for Caden Casey. Back to Bryant into the corner for McMullen. Catch and shoot three. Knocks it down. Colin McMullen from downtown. And you know at some point... Maybe in districts, maybe if Central wins their district in the state playoffs, there's going to come a game where the shots aren't falling for Central. And I got a feeling they're going to turn to Colin McMullen to maybe space the floor a little more, help people attack, or maybe provide some shooting out of the corner as well. But that is just such an invaluable weapon to have at this level of basketball. St. Jen turns it over. Central's got it with 35 to play. Well, you know, you're going to have a game here or there where the team's not shooting as well as they have been lately. But uh, McMullen can do exactly that and he does it again this time from the wing and a couple feet off the arc as well knocks it down it's a 47 21 lead for the central rebels with 20 seconds to play hunter has the basketball poked away from him bryant almost gets it but hunter's there first they get it across the timeline as hunter's got it just below the central rebel logo here at the tj fulon Fieldhouse. 12 seconds to go wing left side zach henderson dribbles open for three knocks that one down big three for zach henderson and it's a 47-24 lead for Central. They get it into Bryant. He doesn't have time to get the shot off, and that takes us to the abbreviated halftime we'll have. Belgrade State Bank halftime coming up next on AM 1240 KFMO. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org. Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Tosin, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Welcome into the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Probably the most abbreviated halftime report we'll have for you is we got just a two-minute halftime break. We'll jump into stats brought to you by Sam Sism, Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Leading scorer on the contest is Joe Bryant. He had a dozen in that second quarter from beginning to end. He's got 19 total on the contest. Meanwhile, the St. Genevieve Dragons, they're led in scoring by Ricky Hunter. He got a basket when this game resumed. He has uh, six in the quarter, eight total in the contest to lead the St. Genevieve Dragons in scoring. Those stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home, the lifetime warranty. Save big at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. Shop there for your next car, truck, or SUV. Go online to SismFord.com or give them a call, 431-3177. That'll wrap up the Belgrade State Bank halftime report, the fastest one in KFMO history. 47-24, Central out in front of St. Genevieve here at the break. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. 
our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. High School Basketball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bonterre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. And time, two-minute halftime here <laughs> on AM 1240 KFMO between the Central Rebels and the St. Genevieve Dragons after what amounted to about three and a half minutes of basketball, we return with the second half. It's a 47-24 lead to begin the second half for the Central Rebels out in front of the St. Genevieve Dragons. Bosler with it. Wing far side. Dribbles it off his foot. Forced to pick up his dribble as Horton is there defensively. Down low, Caden Fly. Travels and turns it over. And it will be Central Basketball leading 47-24. 15 seconds into our third quarter, they get the ball back. Well, they had seven turnovers in the uh, first part of this game back at Mac. Now they've got six here in the second part so far. There's Mason Williams left alone in the corner. He'll knock down the three as he's in the scorebook. 50-24 the lead for the Central Rebels. And they have picked up right where they left off last night. And not to take anything away from Fredericktown, but this is a really good St. Genevieve team they're doing this to. They force another turnover. Bryant lays it in for two more. 21 on the afternoon for Joe Bryant. Hunter gets it across the timeline, being hounded by Joe Bryant. His floater off glass, no tip out by Boyd. Tracked down at midcourt by Krylik. Lob to the post. Reed pulls it in with the right hand, but loses it on the baseline. It's a turnover. Central takes over, leading 52-24. Seven minutes left to go in the third. Well, you know, the entire St. Gen team right now is a little bit out of sync to begin with. I think you would expect that from both teams. But Central, after that hot shooting night last night, comes out and shoots 78% total for the uh, two halves combined from uh, last weekend today. Bryant, a couple crossovers right down the middle, up and under move, no, but he gets fouled, and he'll go to the line for two tries. Now looking at some uh, real quick stats so far in the game, if you combine the two parts of the game, Central shooting 78% from the field, 20% from three-point, 50% from the free-throw line, while St. Genevieve is shooting 44% from the field, but uh, they're only one of seven from three. Halftime stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty as the first free throw goes for Joe Bryant. And sometimes I kind of wonder, too, I've been thinking about this. You know, we talked about how hot they were last night. This is kind of a continuation of that. It, that maybe playing last night was not exactly the worst thing. I was actually thinking coming into this, you got to play a full game of basketball, turn around 15 hours later to play another game. And I get that it's a half game and you know, it's not like they've played multiple nights in a row in a tournament. Teams have done this before, but 15 hours is a short turnaround. It's not impossible, but, man, Central is just picking up right where they left off as Bryant misses on the turnover. Ricky Hunter gets it, takes it to the basket, draws the foul. He'll go to the line for two tries. Here's the crazy part with the way this game has gone. If this is a preview of what districts are going to look like, Central is going to cruise through a district championship. I got no problem saying that because St. Genevieve is the two seed, rightfully so. That's the second, I think they're the second best team in that district. Potosi, a close third, as we've seen them play a couple close battles this year. But Central, how do you argue against them when they're really just running up the score already against the St. Genevieve Dragons? It's now 54-25 with that make at the free throw line from Ricky Hunter. But Central, if they're going to be playing defense like that, every other possession forcing a turnover, 
they're going to be cruising to victory over their next couple of games. Well, if you had Vegas odds, you would definitely think they were the odds-on favorite to win that district. Anything can happen. We saw that last night with North County Potosi. We didn't expect yes. that result, but uh, you would expect uh, Central to be pretty good in district. Bryant up and under. His shot comes up just short. Rebound is pulled in by John Merklin. He'll get it to fly, who finds Alex Bosler, the freshman guard for the St. Genevieve Dragons. He's met at midcourt by Caden Casey. To fly to his left into the corner, Krylik. Krylik drives, baseline, crosses over behind his back, picks up his dribble, kicks it on perimeter for Merklin. Merklin surveys the court, finds Ricky Hunter, who almost has it taken away from him. Man, Bryant, we talk about the defense that a couple players throughout the course of the season will provide. You know, two for uh, Central that I love to use as examples are Kendall Horton for the boys team and on the girls team, Hallie Richardson. Joe Bryant has been everywhere defensively and he's been a great defensive player for a while but of late he's really upped his game well between kendall horton and uh, joe bryant and a few others last night mason williams being another one uh, ask uh, andrew starkey about last night's game with yeah. fredericktown he scored uh, most of his points in the first quarter everything else after that was free throws and a couple of late baskets second free throw goes for ricky hunter after he misses on the first and the Central Rebels hanging on to a 54-27 lead with 5.50 left to go. It's tipped out on the baseline off of St. Genevieve. It's just, we, we talked about it before. We saw it with South Iron Farmington the other night. We saw it last night, Central Fredericktown. Turnovers are the ultimate X factor. When you're turning the ball over in the full court and the other team is trading, you know, a possession of yours for two points for them, you can have a good shooting night. Farmington and Fredericktown both shot the ball well in those games. But they lost by a pretty uh, pretty big margin because of all the turnovers that Central and South Iron forced in their games. Well, Brandon Hubbard, the official, caught that last ball from uh, Joe Bryant. It was it was supposed to go to somebody else, but uh, he caught it. wasn't quite ready. He's laughing down there. He's okay. But uh, you talked about turnovers. Yeah, 12 turnovers so far in the combined portions of these games, and uh, three right now in this second half for St. Genevieve. And they're forced as well. It's not like there. That was an unforced error on Joe Bryant's part as we got a turnover that time. That's an unforced one for St. Genevieve. They all count as turnovers at the end of the day. But when you've got an on-ball defender pressuring you in the full court, poking the ball away, and laying it in for the easy two after that, that's way bigger than what we saw from each side just now where Joe Bryant throws it away and St. Gen travels because now – you get a chance to set up on defense. You don't get that when you turn the ball over the way Central's been forcing turnovers in these last two games, the way South Iron did the other night. That one is laid in by Caden Casey for two on the rebounds. It's a 56-27 lead opened up by the Central Rebels. I think we talked about every scenario in which St. Jen could come in and get right back into this ball game quickly as Hunter launches a really deep three that doesn't go. He's got in the gym range. That one doesn't hit, though. Alex Bosler gets the miss. His shot rolls across the rim. Tracked down in the corner by Krylik. Euro step. Off glass. Good whistle. And we're going to get a blocking foul to go with it as well as Boyd. Tried to draw the charge. Didn't get the call. It's an and one opportunity for Carson Krylik. That was a great job that time by St. Genevieve to get on the boards and get the rebounds and just stay after it. Yeah, they're down right now. They're down by a large margin, but they are not going to give up. This is a very good St. Gen team. Right now they're running into a buzzsaw in the Central Rebels. I think that's the best way to describe the way the Central team is playing of late, a buzzsaw, because they've just been mowing down everyone they've faced off against of late. Shot doesn't go on the free throw attempt. Central going the other way, leading 56-29, and it's going to be a Harlow who's fouled and will step to the line. 
Tucker Reed called for the foul. Second foul of the second half on the St. Genevieve Dragons. And Harlow will shoot two at the line. First one comes up just short. Free throws brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. Second attempt for Cannon Harlow, who's searching for his first points on the game, and he hits. Cannon Harlow enters the scorebook, and it's a 28-point lead for Central, 57-29. Alex Bosler streaks down the court. No-look bounce pass to Zach Henderson, who vacated the spot that Bosler was trying to feed it to him in, and it goes out of bounds on the baseline. That's exactly what happened. He saw somebody streaking down to the left side, kind of like that quarterback throwing to an area where the receiver he thinks is going to be. He bounced it to the left side, and unfortunately the player had gone back the other way. Central Rebels with Joe Bryant operating the offense to Horton to Harlow in the corner left side. He begins his drive. Now will Luke take it to the elbow and draw the foul? It's going to be an offensive foul, in fact. He doesn't draw it. He commits the foul. Yeah, they're going to say that he kind of used his arm to wrap around the defender a little bit too much. And Harlow called for the foul. That'll be the fourth on the Central Rebels as they turn it over. Give it up to the St. Genevieve Dragons, who are on the wrong end of a 57-29 score. I'm waiting to see uh, Harlow's foul. I'm thinking that's number three on him is what I have for him. The St. Genevieve Dragons with the basketball as Bosler connects with Fly. He'll take it to the low block, left side. High off the glass, good. Caden Fly. His first point since this game resumed. He had six all in the first quarter. And we got a blocking foul on the floor as Horton goes crashing into Tucker Reed. Tucker Reed took some abuse on that uh, charge. He thought he was going to get it. Uh, instead, he got the blocking foul. And because of that, that's going to send the ball out of bounds underneath the basket. And Colin McMullen will inbound it. Midway through the third, it's a 57-31 advantage for Central as McMullen looks to get it in. He's out there with Williams, Bryant, Horton, and Stewart. McMullen lobs it to the top of the key for Bryant, who snatches it out of the air. Give to McMullen, corner three. Good, Colin McMullen. He I know that. he's a three-point specialist off the bench. When he's in the game, that's what he's expected to do, shoot threes. But if the way he shot last night and the way he shot tonight is going to continue, he's got to get more minutes on the floor earlier in games, I think, as opposed to... You know, just coming in in the second half, late in games to shoot threes and spread the floor. I really think this kid's, uh, and I'm not going as far as saying he needs to be starting over somebody. I don't know who amongst the starting five for Central you could pull for anybody, but he's got to find a way to get some more minutes here in these games. As that shot doesn't go, Stewart's got the rebounds. I tell you what, he wants the ball and he wants it bad. As soon as he yeah. gets into the game, he starts asking for it. He gets it. He fires it up. Fearless is how you would describe him as a shooter. Whenever he's got it, if his feet are set, he's pulling the trigger. Bryant can't hit. Going the other way, it's Ricky Hunter. Hunter lays it in in transition for two. And on the other end, Tristan Stewart gets the outlet. Easy lay-in for Stewart, who hits 10. 62-33 after that back-and-forth score for each side with 2.55 left to go. Alex Bosler, top of the key. Wing left side, Caden Fly to the corner. And working through a screen and passing to the top of the key as St. Jane going a little deeper into their bench here. Lob to the post. Too high and out of bounds on the baseline. 
Well, if you're St. Jen, you got to feel like this is almost like the game that never ends. I mean, obviously because of all the situation out of Mineral Area College where you had a player that was hurt, you're not sure what's going on with him, you find out he's okay, you get over here to T.J. Fulon Fieldhouse hoping to make a splash to start the game. Central comes out shooting lights out, and now you're almost uh, you're within one point of being down by 30 here, and there's still two minutes left to go in the third quarter. Corner three, McMullen rims out. That one was halfway down. And let me tell you, the bench jumped to their feet. The fans in the baseline here at Central High School jumped to their feet. Everyone was expecting that one to be drained. Wing right-hand side. Ricky Hunter from way downtown kicks out off the rim. He'll track down his rebound in the corner and throw it off of Tristan Stewart to keep the possession alive. And Stewart with a little grimace. He know he got had there by Ricky Hunter. So I'm looking at uh, Colin McMullen, his last Ten shots counting last night and today. He has hit seven of those. He's shooting 70% from the three-point line. On back-to-back nights as there's a shot up and in for St. Jen and the foul. They're going to go to the free throw line for one more. Foul is on Colin McMullen. That's his first. Casey, back into the game. He will replace Kendall Horton. You just keep looking at this central ball club. They keep bringing guys in that have the ability to score, the ability to run the offense, just uh, rebound everything, and uh, it's got to be a never-ending thing for whoever they face both uh, the rest of this game and districts and on and on. Bryant drives. Lefty layup. No, there on the weak side is Tristan Stewart. As he'll lay it in, he's got a dozen. your score as St. Jen travels, turns it over. Central basketball leading 64-35. 90 seconds left to play, third quarter. Bryant crosses midcourt. Attacking the basket to our left here during the second half. Lost on the floor, and it's picked up by St. Jen as they're going the other way. In transition, Ricky Hunter up and under, layup comes off the rim. Offensive rebound for St. Genevieve. Kick to the corner. There's Ricky Hunter. He hits the three. One thing about Ricky Hunter, he is not giving up on this game. He continues to uh, drive hard. He continues to play hard and take the shots. There's a leaner up and good. Mason Williams, five in the frame. That's his total scoring in this contest. It's a 66-38 lead for Central over St. Jen as we're about 40 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Hunter, pass to the corner, it's tipped, still makes its way to Alex Bosler. His feet, a little too low, rolls to the opposite corner. Three, up, short. Alex Bosler there with the miss. He can't lay it in, and Stewart gets it with 30 to play. Outlet to Bryant in transition, hesitation, drives to the paint. Mid-range jumper off the bounce, doesn't go, gets his own miss. Goes up strong, lays it in, but they're going to say a foul prior to the shot. An inbound coming for Central with 22.2 seconds left to go. Well, the only thing that uh, you really, when you look at a game uh, with Central, the only thing that really gets, uh, I guess you could say, torn up is your score sheet whenever you're doing the game because you got guys like Joe Bryant putting up shot after shot, rebound after rebound, doing it at 100 miles an hour. It's hard to keep stats sometimes. Inbound to the corner, catch and shoot three. Caden Casey, he's got five in the frame, 17 in the MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game as we approach the final 10 seconds of the third quarter. It's a 69-38 lead for Central. 
An above head pass to the opposite corner. Alex Bosler from downtown doesn't go. Stewart's got the rebound. Chucks it the length of the court, and that's going to come up way short. But what a resumption of play for the Central Rebels. As we head to the fourth quarter, they lead by 31, 69 to 38 on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Avishan on Benham Street in Bon Terre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration. It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Sable Up food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything's always fresh. Your Sable Up food stores are proud to be part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here. Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart. Think Car Smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science. Williams fade away doesn't go St. Jen's got the rebound they trail 69-38 Hunter step back three knock it down Ricky Hunter outlet to Horton 69-41 now your score backdoor feed to a cutting Boyd who lays it in for two more I think Zach Boyd and Tristan Stewart are also a force to be reckoned with. They don't get as much press as the rest of this team does, but they can play some ball. There's Hunter with a lay-in that doesn't go. He's fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Now, those players, it's been fun watching them develop over these last couple years because if you remember back when this class for Central, this junior class in particular with Caden Casey, Cannon Harlow, Joe Bryant got called up, uh, Zach Boyd as well. As the first free throw up and good for Ricky Hunter from the complete Vision Care free throw line. The one thing that was missing from that central team was a big athletic player down low. And you knew they had potential when you looked at then sophomore Tristan Stewart, then freshman Zach Boyd. It's been fun watching these kids grow into their bodies physically, get bigger and stronger. And now they're a force to be reckoned with down low. It's not, oh, you can beat the Centrals if Rebels if you can play bully ball down low. That doesn't work anymore. Second free throw hit by Ricky Hunter. He's got five here quickly in the fourth quarter in the first minute of play. And the Rebels got the basketball in the lead still, 71-43. Boyd tries to touch a backdoor cutting. Horton, and it's tipped out of bounds by Caden Fly. So the question is, what kind of a team could beat the Central Rebels? It is a maybe an athletic team with some big guys down low. What what would do that? Uh, I'll tell you what can, MICDS. Hey, yeah, that's and true. They, they had the formula earlier this year for the victory as Bryant doesn't hit on the first one, gets the miss, lays it in. You know, Joe Bryant got in foul trouble. He wasn't available for much of that game for the Central Rebels. He actually wound up fouling out of that game, in fact. 
Um, and MICDS just shot lights out basketball during that game as well. And Central really had a hard time with the shots that MICDS was knocking down in that game. And they weren't forcing a ton of turnovers either. So that seems to be the formula. If you're going to beat Central as Bryant gets the turnover and commits one himself on an offensive foul, giving it right back up. They say that he pushed off on the defender with his off arm, the left arm. Central was on the wrong end of a 63-45 loss in that contest, one of their two losses on the season. But really it seems to be don't allow them to get their free points, forcing turnovers uh, and scoring in transition. you got to knock down your threes as that shot doesn't go for St. Jen at the rim. Jaden Fly tips it high up into the air, still loose on the court as it's rolling towards the corner. It's out of bounds at Central Basketball up 73-43. And you got to find a way to contain Jill Bryant, not just his scoring, but his ability to create shots for the players around him as well. You know, Caden Casey, he didn't have a, a lights-out game where we've seen him. He basically can hit anything in the gym sometimes. And I think just missing that key cog on offense of Joe Bryant being the operator, being, you know, the engine that drives this train for the Central Rebels, I think missing him really hurt. There's Casey right on cue with another three. And I think when we came into that game that night, I talked to a Brad Gross before the game. He was talking about their confidence being so high. They came out and played very, very well that night. But I, I think at times we saw them think about it a little bit, and uh, that's not good. There's a basket made, a three for Caden Fly. He's got double digits, 11 now in the contest. It's a 76-46 lead. Harlow looking for an answer out of the corner, doesn't go, and a foul going on Boyd. We saw some foul trouble in that game, too, like you talked about with yeah. uh, with uh, uh, Joe Bryan. And also, if I'm not mistaken, Mason Williams got into foul trouble early. And then late in the game, Kendall Horton got into some foul trouble. So it became kind of a uh, you know a war of attrition towards the end there with uh, both teams. And uh, that, that was the formula. But uh, it's Mason be Williams tough. then also wasn't the Mason Williams we've got right now. Mason Williams was just coming back off an injury at that time. He's now back, and he's not even sporting that shoulder brace anymore. As we got free throws coming for John Merklin, one and one. Is that the ninth foul on the Central Rebels? Merklin at the line. Is shot up and good. One other thing I do remember about that game was that uh, the head coach, uh, Gross, told us, he said that was their first day back at school. So they had been practicing, but they weren't back into their rhythm. So a lot of different factors in that game. But that MICDS team is really good, too. Yeah, that was a really, really, really good MICDS bunch. But Central, it seems like it was a lot of things that didn't go their way for them. And it wasn't necessarily a close game, but we're not talking about this game that uh, had a running clock in the fourth quarter or anything like that. Central wasn't blown out by MICDS, even with all those factors mixed in together. Great shooting night by the opponent. Joe Bryant in foul trouble as Bryant dribbles low, crosses over, lays it in for two, 27 on the night for Joe Bryant on the afternoon rather but it was kind of a mixture of just a lot of things not going well for central and everything going right for micds as hunter floater good and that's not to take anything away from micds i'm not sitting here saying oh they had a lucky game against the central rebels they forced the issue by controlling the ball not turning it over not letting central force the turnovers against them by knocking down some really good shots this was a it was MICDS kind of forcing Central out of the game they like to play and into the game MICDS likes to play as Casey lays it in for two. And Central will make some substitutions. And we're going to see a lot of wholesale substitutions at this point for both Central and I think St. Jen will get some of their players in as well. Ricky Hunter is still out there for the Dragons and a few of the uh, starters. Well, I don't look like any starters out there 
for uh, Central right now. The only one you could consider close to that would be Colin McMullen, who's in the game. He's the only one that gets regular minutes mm-hmm. in a varsity game that is competitive at this point. Usually a lot of these kids are you know, getting more of their time in JV, and it's kind of the future for the Central Rebels as well. So it's a good look at what Central is going to have to contend with when this graduating class with seniors such as Kendall Horton, Tristan Stewart, Mason Williams, who have been just phenomenal players, Colin McMullen a part of that as well, but next year's class as well, Caden Casey, Joe Bryant, Zach Boyd, Cannon Harlow. Uh, this is a really good group of kids that Central is going to be graduating these next two years as the Rebels turn it over, taking it coast to coast, and missing is Jeff Hunter. Offensive rebounds, Ricky Hunter lays it in for two. 80-52, your score. Chris Wesley sealed off by Ricky Hunter, works it around the perimeter. There's McMullen, another corner three, a little offline to the right, and the long rebound is tracked down by Eli Bennett. Gets it to Ricky Hunter to the wing far side. Bennett from downtown, off the rim, rebound grabbed by Colin McMullen. McMullen turns it over. It's Hunter, spins on the defender, and it doesn't go. Offensive rebound, and we got free throws coming for Zach Henderson as he's fouled. Well, you're talking about turnovers earlier in the game, and uh, St. Jen certainly had their share of turnovers, but you look on the other side, Central just committed uh, a turnover, and that is the fifth turnover total for the game, while St. Genevieve is well into double digits. Free throw up and good for Zach Henderson, but you look at the players that are on the floor for Central, and as I mentioned before, these are the guys that typically get more of their minutes during JV as McMullen heads to the bench. You know, it's Ty Dalton, the sophomore, who just checked in. Carson Weber, a sophomore, who's in the game. As that shot doesn't go, Weber, Webster's got the rebounds. Chris Wesley, also a sophomore. I think Wesley's got some good potential. He seems to be a good athlete and a really good ball handler as well. He kind of does the main point guard duties when he comes into these late-game situations. Wesley, drive, tries a backdoor feed to Justin Robinson, and it goes off his hands and out on the baseline. It'll be St. Jen basketball trailing 80-53 with a minute 48 left to go in the fourth. Wholesale changes for everybody here in this second half, and uh, you've got some, like you said, future there on the floor for both teams, and I think both teams are going to be pretty good again uh, in the future as well. But right now, Central is uh, looking like a juggernaut. Evan Schweiss, top of the key for Jeff Hunter on a bounce to a cutting Carson Krylick, who will lay it in for two. 80-55, 80-55, your score, minute 20 left to go, fourth quarter. Corner, three, up, short for Ty Dalton. Offensive rebound for Webster. He kicks to the corner. A three for LaChance. No, excuse me, he'll pass it off to the wing for Webster. And Webster drags his pivot foot, travels, and turns it over. That'll be St. Jen basketball. Eli Bennett's kind of running the show right now for the uh, St. Jen Dragons, bringing the ball up the floor and uh, watching this last minute or so timeout. Wing near side, Eli Bennett, step back, elbow jumper, rims out. Robinson's got the rebound with 40 seconds left to go in the fourth and an 80-55 lead for the Central Rebels as Webster attacks from perimeter, gets it off on a weave for Ty Dalton. Above head pass to the corner, LaChance swung around to Wesley. He'll drive to the low block, kick, corner, three. It's LaChance, too strong. Rebound is grabbed by John Merklin. Eli Bennett 
on the wing right-hand side. And now to Eli Bennett on the wing. Poked away from him momentarily. Gets it off to Merklin. Merklin to the far side for Krylik. Top of the key, Hunter. And back to Krylik, who's going to hold it for just the final few seconds. MAAA Conference Tournament Championship game a week later goes final. And the Central Rebels with a big victory, 80 to 55 over the St. Genevieve Dragons. They are your MAAA Conference Tournament champs. Last night, they went 5-0 in the MAAA Conference regular season play. And tonight, they cruise, or today, they cruise to victory over the St. Genevieve Dragons. Again, your final, 80 to 55. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Postgame Show, coming up next on AM 1240 KFMO.